This is an episode you don't want to miss. So many of the home care agencies we're working with are now adding adult day services, and today we have one of the greatest national consultants in adult day services. Her name is Christine Velasic, and you're going to love her. Enjoy. Welcome to the Home Care Heroes and Day Service Stars podcast. If you provide services to keep older or disabled people living at home, then this podcast is for you. Now, here's your host, Ken Accardi. Well, hello, and welcome to this new episode of the Home Care Heroes podcast. I'm going to start with a big announcement. We're actually going to rebrand the Home Care Heroes podcast. We're going to call it Home Care Heroes and Adult Service Stars. Interestingly, then today's podcast guest, who you're going to meet in a minute, is really going to be the inaugural guest who's really going to take us into that. But the, the reason for it is because at Ancoda, we've really focused on anybody who cares you know, for individuals and wants them to continue living in their home and having high quality of life. And that might be because you're helping them live in their home by providing home care services, or it might be that you're helping them to live in their home by giving them the day services, which gives them some companionship and camaraderie and all those kinds of wonderful things. You know, we actually do see more and more home care agencies that are also offering adult day services. So that is the part of the rebrand. But without further ado, let me jump over to introducing our very special guest for today. Her name is Christina Velasic. And Christina, her organization is called ADS Consult. So ADS is Adult Day Services Consult. And she is really the preeminent person if you are looking to start or improve your adult day services offering. Christina is one of the the, the best consultants that's out there, and she's a premier partner of the group that's called NADSA, which is the National Adult Day Services Association. So she's a premier partner there, and really everybody in the industry knows her, and she's helped so many organizations get things off the ground. And with that, let me welcome you. Welcome, Christina, to the Home Care Heroes and Adult Service Stars podcast. Well, thank you. I'm excited to be a part of this, especially the new kickoff, including the adult day. You are right at the forefront and in the right place. Okay, so the first thing I wanted to talk to you about was why is it that, let's say, a home care agency who's providing services in the home and adult day services are such a perfect match together? And I will say, as a side note, that uh, at Ancoda, we started as a home care software business. And then in the state of Kentucky, when you do home care services for Medicaid, you have to provide adult day services as well. So we really said, okay, great, we'll support adult day services for you in our software. And and that's kind of why we got there. And, and that was the first time it occurred to me, wow, these go together so well. But yeah, um, why don't you, you know, tell the listeners, like, what are some things that make it that they go together so well? Well, um, first, I'd like to say I have a, a background that enabled me to do home health care. So I was a home health care um, physical therapist assistant for many, many years uh, before starting um, in the adult day industry. So I have a great understanding of how those services work. And then also with the adult day of uh, being a, an owner of a startup adult day, um, you know, I love adult day. And I think that um, adult day and homes uh, care services really go hand in hand. Um, you know, you're giving your participants is what we call them in the adult day or clients um, an added service. So, you know, when you're sending somebody into the home, you know, that 
particular client only really gets to interact with that caregiver that's coming into the home, where if they go out into the adult day arena, then they get a lot more socialization, their schedule programming. So you get, you know, activities, exercise, and, you know, it's, it's a great marketing piece because you may have somebody that's going to adult day three days a week, and then you're providing caregivers for them the other two days a week. Yeah, fantastic. So that's great. And I love that you started with the benefits for the participant. And I would say, you know, nine out of 10 home care agencies call their uh, their folks clients. So it sounds like those are the, the common terminology, either participant or client. So that works perfectly. Yeah, and I love that. So uh, in my mom's case, so I've talked about my mom on the podcast before. She's now 86 years old. She does have, um, you know, pretty severe Alzheimer's. So her memory is dropping, but she actually started by going to an adult day services, um, you know, program that is focused on, on folks with memory issues and, and that kind of thing. And prior to that, she was at home with a caregiver <clears throat> exclusively. And we, she was actually, you know, having, um, some issues like falls and, um, some issues, you know, I, I think that, um, you know, are maybe a result of, you know, being a little bit sedentary and just being cared for in your home. And then when she started going to the adult day services center and participating in, you know, these fun activities and games and like the exercises that they do and kind of making friends there that uh, it actually did, uh, you know, give her a, a positive jolt in a lot of different ways. So it, it kind of made her more, uh, I would say, you know, engaged, but it also like after that, her her falls reduced because she was getting out of the house and she's doing these physical activities and, and things like that. And actually, I mean, just putting a time frame on this, when she was having a lot of falls, this was, you know, kind of in the, you know, late 2019, early 2020 arena where she, I think had three falls in one month. And now here we are three years later, you know, she's gone from 83 to 86 and she actually has fewer falls as an older person. So that's incredible. But, you know, I was actually, um, thinking a little bit from the perspective of the provider side. And one thing I've seen that is, you know, pretty profound is that uh, a lot of, I'd say you know, the, the biggest issue that our home care owners talk about is recruiting and retention of caregivers. And one thing that happens, unfortunately, is you recruit a caregiver and you put them through your training program and all goes well and good. And then you send them out to the home of this uh, you know, 82 year old person for the very first time. And then they're, they're just kind of like in shock. It's like, oh my gosh, I didn't think it was going to be like this at all. And then all of a sudden you've trained this person for a while and they, they just kind of quit right away. And so one of the other things that I, why I think they're a perfect pairing is uh, a couple things. So if you actually are training your person and then they could spend time, even if they're not, you know, part of the official staff of the adult day services center, then they're interacting with different, you know, individuals that have needs and they're kind of getting used to, used to that. And they could, you know, maybe put the things that they've learned in the training uh, into practice. And then another one, <clears throat> which is kind of interesting, is that we've seen that the home care agencies that grow the fastest are the ones who can provide uh, care the fastest, right? So like, think of the scenario, it's like, hey, my mom fell and broke her hip. She's being discharged tomorrow. I'm flying to Florida to you know, see her, I need a caregiver, right? And if they call the first agency that they find in a Google search and they say, okay, well, we think we could get your mom a caregiver in two weeks, um, you know, that's going to be 
one data point. Then they call the next agency and the next agency says, you know, hey, I'm going to send you one of our supervisors and they'll meet you. What time are you getting there tomorrow? Or can we meet you this afternoon? And if you think about it, one of the things in adult day services is that you need, you have certain ratios, right? So if you have, let's say, um, you know, 50 participants in the center, then you might need to have, you know, depending on your state and there's different rules and things like that. But, you know, just kind of making this up, you might need 10 staff. And let's say that you have some trainees who are going in and doing home care training. And so now you have, you know, two or three extra folks. So there's now 13 people in the center. And when you need to have that supervisor go meet the person who needs care right away, you know, you have the ratios that you can send the person out right away. So, so I, I see like such incredible synergies between the businesses. I will say that I, uh, you know, we kind of, one of the themes of the Home Care Heroes podcast is that, you know, this caregiver shortage issue that we're experiencing today, it's only going to get worse, right? Because we have, you know, this huge population of the baby boom and we're, we're actually, you know, looking at, uh, the age range of people who need these kinds of care services, that population demographic is going to more than double, and we're already facing a uh, a caregiver crisis. So, you know, anything that you can do to you know start thinking about, all right, you know, how do I, you know, think of a future where maybe it's not going to be one caregiver in one home, and like I said a, a minute ago, you know, now I have a day center with. Uh, 50 participants and I have a staff of 10 or 11, right? That's a much better ratio for you. You're, you're caring for more people with fewer people and uh, and that type of thing. But I do know that my home care folks, they're, they're reluctant and they're like, oh my gosh, that's like, it's I would need real estate. I have no idea anything about real estate. So anyway, that's that. But um, I guess, uh, you know, Christine, I've kind of rambled on for a minute here. I mean, do you have any other thoughts here just on those, those synergistic um, opportunities? Yeah, Joel, you didn't even need me. You like you are like the perfect spokesperson for adult day. You you have a true testimonial um, experience with your mom, right? So you see all those benefits. But you know, adult day, um, like your mom was in in a memory care adult day, correct? But um, you know, there's there's those specialized programs that are like memory care. You could also do a social model, or you could do a medical model. Some particular states do require a medical model. Just it depends on what your state regulations are. Same thing with the um, participant to staff ratio. They say the national average is one to six. Um, so you know you're right around that ballpark. Some states have a one to ten ratio. So if you think about those ratios, you're bringing all of your people to one location, and as a provider, it's more cost effective when you have more people attending your center. And so, um, you know, you could even have your um, your home caregivers go in and get somebody ready in the morning to go to their adult day program. So, you know, and that's still beneficial for both aspects of your business. Um, and then, you know, to think about like specialized programs as far as fall prevention, that's, that's a wonderful um, component of adult day. So, you know, as you mentioned, I'm part of the National Adult Day Association, and I do do some webinars for them. And one I'm doing with a co-presenter is in August on how to initiate an adult day, or excuse me, how to initiate a falls program within your adult day center. And so, um, you know, those are things that people don't think about is funding sources and getting grants to do those. So it also can drive revenue into your adult day program. 
some other things to think about with adult day is like payer sources. So mm -hmm. you can do private pay, you can have VA, there's Medicaid contracts, your waiver programs, uh, long-term care insurance. So there's a lot of different avenues for um, money to be paid in adult day that people sometimes just think it's a private pay industry. And you can do a private pay model or you can do a combination of private pay and then those other payer sources. Yeah, incredible. I do know that in my mom's case that she does have long-term care insurance and that uh, I think the reimbursement, you know, kind of total per day is is something just north of $100 that, you know, we get through her policy. And I think that that probably covers most um, programs. I guess you made me think of one thing here, you know, like I, I guess that when, when we look at uh, Medicaid home care, um, there's a big range. I'd say, like, I think Georgia is probably around $19 an hour reimbursement from the state. And like the Missouri Consumer Directed Services Program is around that um, kind of a rate. Whereas in, you know, Kentucky at the moment, they actually are doing an incentive and paying more. They're paying, you know, close to 30. But, you know, but at the end of the day, I mean, you know, like usually Medicaid adult daycare is being reimbursed in the low 20s per hour. And in um, adult day uh, services, you know, and, uh, like if we say the national ratio is more like of a one to six um, kind of thing. I mean, do you have any idea like, you know, for for a full day in adult day services with like Medicaid or VA, like what you've seen for the reimbursement ranges? So I can tell you there's a, a GenWorks study and it says that the national average for adult day reimbursement is $78, but it doesn't yeah. break it out into Medicaid or private pay. Um, you know, I worked with a client that's in Maryland and their adult day daily reimbursement rate was 120. And so they they had to be a medical model. And when you look at medical models, that could just be having a nurse on staff. So, you know, it, it's it, it's not a huge in undertaking as far as like what the medical services are, mostly just having that licensed uh, nurse there and, and to oversee the plan. Um, Ohio, our, our rate, that's where I'm from is Ohio is, you know, we have like around 60, it's right around $65 for what we call would be our social model. And then we mm -hmm. have um, an intensive program, which would be our medical model. And that's a, right in that $85 range. And then our transportation is billed separately. So, um, you know, we get like $25 round trip for that. So it, it does, um, you know, add up private pays. You can set them at whatever you want. There's a franchise called um, Home Talent, I think it is. Mm. I think that's what it is. And you know, their their daily rate for private pay in Maryland is $148 per day. So um, it just varies state to state what their their reimbursements are, mm -hmm. as well as what you're going to charge for private pay. Um, adult day is growing. It really is. Um, you know, there's a lot of studies out there that indicate that there's growth in adult day because especially with COVID and seeing how isolation has really affected our aging population. Um, and so in Ohio, we have $8 million from our department of Medicaid that's going directly to adult day. And so, you know, you can, if you were looking to start in our, um, an adult day in Ohio, they are mm -hmm. doing RFPs for startups. And, wow. and so, so there is money out there 
for adult day. I've had clients who their their city gave them a grant to do renovations and a building to get it, you know, up to what we need for adult day. So, um, and, and, you know, adult day doesn't have to be aging population only, you know, some mm-hmm. centers do the IDD population and right. some do both. So it just depends. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And um, so in Ancoda in our business, but also in, in home care, there is, we, we always, um, you know, either thinking whatever kind of home care we do. So a lot of times it's, um, you know, focused on the elderly and other times it is focused on intellectual, developmental, or even physical disabilities. Mm-hmm. And in those spaces, I guess, on the home care side, there's a terminology difference. So it's usually, you know, we call it, we call them caregivers and we call it, uh, you know, we use the word care. And then in uh, intellectual and disability services, we call you know, instead of adult daycare, we call it like day habilitation or day mm-hmm. supports and things like that. And then instead of home care, they usually call it um, long-term supports and services and things like that. But right. yeah, there is um, there is a big market, you know, both for the elderly, but also for individuals with disability. And that's a really, really good point. So this is great. I just have a very small minor point, uh, Christina. So um, you and also like NADSA, the organization, you use adult day services as opposed to like adult day care. And, you know, I guess one reason might be because we're using terminology like, you know, day habilitation or something like that for uh, intellectual and disability, you know, others. But like, are, are, is there a kind of a reason why folks say adult day services instead of adult day care? Well, they'd like to get away from using daycare because you think of that as more of a, a child daycare setting and so kind of more of a dignity thing and people you know when people say I'm going to a daycare it's like it's it's almost like they're you know they need care that either I don't want to say incompetent but it just kind of makes them sound like they need more than services than what they do where adult day services is kind of up there with that like senior center type of terminology where you know Mm -hmm. they it makes people feel like you know, hey, I'm going to a day center where instead of I'm going to a day care. And some places are not even using day center. They might be using adult day health, you know. Right. And so see that as well, um, that terminology being used. And right. it, it, I mean, you know, we used to, you know, call um, people in, you know, at the nursing homes, they, you know, we always called them residents. And now it's they want to be called individuals in a lot of places. So, it's just a matter of they're to keep changing things, but <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, I think that, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, the change is coming because I, I do think that there's been a lot of looking at uh, the way that elderly and disabled folks are referred to in, right. in a way that just is, does, you know, kind of doesn't positively impact their dignity, I guess we'll put it that way. Right. right. So, so I think that that's an important Perfect. thing. And that's, um, you know, and actually as the last kind of topic that we cover, and I think it's a biggie, is that, um, you know, just like in any business, you know, if you're like, okay, well, we do, you know, we have this adult day center, we have this adult day health center. It's like, well, what makes you different and what makes you special? And I know that in your practice at, you know, ADS Consult, that that's where you spend a lot of time. And, uh, you know, so you've talked about social versus medical model, but, um, you know, what are some ways that if somebody's going to offer a center and offer these services that, that, you know, what are some of the unique ways and, and things that they should think about, about, you know, how do they want to make their service different and special? 
So, you know, it's all going to come down to your activity programs. Those are the biggest selling points for your center. You know, I mean, some people say, don't do bingo, but, you know, um, like the center I had, if we didn't do bingo once a week, there would have been like mutiny. (laughs) So, you know, you have to go with what the interests are of your center. You know, there's a lot of centers that are very ethnic. So, you know, it might be a Russian-based center or a Chinese-based center. So they they do those activities based on their cultural needs. But if you're a multicultural center, then you're going to want to make sure that you include different activities for every um, person that's attending there that's relevant to them. Um, as far as, like, different programs, like fall prevention, again, I can't say enough about it. Um, you can bring Tai Chi programs in. You can bring chair yoga programs in. You can offer those type of programs to the people attending your center, but also to the general public so that you're getting people into your center that may not really know what you're doing. And then they come in for this chair yoga class. And they're like, oh, wow, this is really nice. I wish I would have known about this when, you know, my mom was here. I wouldn't have had to put her in assisted living. So it's a great way to market your center. But um, those people, when they attend your center, they're going to talk to their family, they're going to talk to their case managers, and they're going to say how much they love your center. If they're just going there and sitting around in front of a TV all day, that is not engaging for them. They can do that at home. So you need to look at those things that you can bring to them that's outside of the services that they can get at home. So, you know, hiring a great activities director is very, very important. And that's really what's going to make your center stand out the most. Yeah, fantastic. So your your activities are your brand. I love how you just put it in yeah. such a nutshell because that's what it really comes down to. And that's what you need to focus on and market. And, you know, and again, if you are a home care agency that's thinking about adding adult day services of some kind, I mean, you already have, you know, a population. And also think about, you know, those folks that, you might have told they're not ready for home care yet, right? So <clears throat> if somebody calls and says, well, my mom, you know, I'm starting to worry about her a little bit, you know, can you send, you know, a home care uh, person over to stay with her, you know, like twice a week for, you know, three or four hours? That's not really home care. I mean, that's kind of more like babysitting, you know, or maybe you need a housekeeper or, you know, a little bit of, um, you know, that kind of thing. But now you can say, well, you know, hey, we have this day center. Mom can come and, uh, you know, she could come two days a week and that sort of thing. And she could, you know, make some friends and then we could observe her in a group. And that might be, uh, you know, sort of a, just another one of those uh, wonderful synergies. All right. So listen, I mean, time flies when we're having fun. We're already, um, you know, I think we have uh, really the makings of a great, you know, episode here. And I certainly learned a lot of things. So let me wrap it up by just saying, uh, first of all, a big thanks to Christina Velasic and I'll give you her contact information. So the uh, the, the business is called ADS Consult, ADS being Adult Day Services Consult. The website is adsconsult.biz. And actually, uh, Christina can be reached also by email. But, you know, if you go to the website, you'll get it. But it's uh, C Velosich, so it's C-V-L-O-S-I-C-H at adsconsult.biz. And give you the phone number as well. It's 330-719-8044. And so that's how you can learn more from uh, Christina. I, I have a feeling that we're going to have Christina back on the podcast. So you'll be learning more too. And uh, we'll, we'll definitely try to get the information out about this uh, webinar about 
you know, fall prevention in the day center and these wonderful things. But with that and me being such a rambler, sorry for uh, babbling on, but thank you so much, Christina, for a fantastic episode. Thank you for being on New Home Care Heroes and Day Service Stars podcast. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And if you have any Ohio clients that want to learn about these RFPs, they need to reach out to me because this is going to be happening very quickly. Fantastic. Thank you, Christina. Bye-bye. Thank you. We'll see you. Bye-bye. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for joining us today on the Home Care Heroes and Day Service Stars podcast, produced by Encoda. You can listen to back episodes by visiting 4homecareheroes.com. That's the number four, then the words homecareheroes.com.